Welcome to BPB Knows. Today, BPB Knows Succession Planning. Our expert today is Richard Berkowitz, an advisor to entrepreneurs who are deciding what is the next step for their companies. Richard, tell us a little bit about how you talk to entrepreneurs and help them figure out what to do with their companies. Well, Melissa, succession planning is something that all entrepreneurs need to be concerned about, no matter what stage their company is at. Succession planning is what is going to happen next with my company. What happens if something happens to me and I'm an entrepreneur and I'm really the driving force behind the company? Who is going to come in and make sure that what I built is going to be continued and is going to be continued to be profitable? And that is going that my family is going to be able to rely on the business that I started. Now, at different points in, in the development of a company, a company can get very large. And you still have to worry about succession planning, not only at the CEO, president, founder level, but at every level of your company. Because if you have a CFO, who is going to take over to do that work if something happens to the CFO or the CFO leaves? Every critical position, whether it's a plant manager, whether it's someone, a key manager in the company, you're always looking to reduce your risk of someone not being available with someone who is going to take over that person's responsibilities. So succession planning is creating an opportunity or creating enough reserves at your company so that you have people who are trained appropriately to take over in the event that someone who is in that position now is not available in the future. So at what point in a company's life cycle should an entrepreneur start thinking about who might succeed? I think it's important at every level in every company. And I know that's broad, but even if you're in a startup and something happens to you, the question is whether someone will be able to step in, continue to do what you're doing. Or if the company keeps uh, is now more mature and your estate planning is relying on the fact that the company is going to provide your family with financial wherewithal going forward, you're, you're going to want to make sure that somebody is going to be able to step in and not only do the things that you do, but also provide leadership to the company going forward. So succession planning is managing risk. Let's talk about family dynamics and succession planning. Um, Are The clients that you work with, are there often next generations of children or grandchildren involved and is part of this uh, pathway to leadership? That type of Planning is so important, particularly so many people would love to have their children working for them in their business. It's their dream. Uh, it's a wonderful thing where a child can come in and actually not only perform important functions for the company, but be in a position someday to actually take over and be part of the planning, which is going to take the company into the next generation so that the company becomes a second generation company. But there are serious obstacles to this. And not only are there are obstacles where children tend to like to do it on their own. They don't really want to do dad's business or mom's business. They, they want to create their own. And they feel that if they just move forward with the family business, they're, they're not really standing on their own two feet. It's that independence thing. But at the same time, if the company is a really good company, is a great family company, to not have the children in it is a terrible thing. So 
you really want it to go to the second generation. So there's a there's a certain amount of training your children, how important it is for them to get ready to take over the family business. And whether it's having their first job in the same industry at a different company so that there's training and that the training is independent of the family, sometimes that works so that when the child now has some experience and knowledge on, under their belt, they can move into the family business. But it's all about it's all about making the family business important enough for your children to want to be part of it, number one. And number two, encouraging them and motivating them to uh, understand that businesses have to continually innovate and adapt. And sometimes it requires the next generation's creativeness to take a company into the next generation to be successful. So in those companies where the next, uh, the next generation has taken over, sometimes they're able to overcome their parents' stubbornness in innovating and adapting as they need to to take the company into the next generation. We've seen this happen over the last 10 or 15 years with technology. Some of the folks that uh, in the boomer generation have wonderful family businesses have been unable to make it into the next generation because they weren't willing to dive into the technology requirements that were required to make the businesses a technology company as opposed to what they'd built before. And I've seen a lot and worked with a lot of families where the children's the children have come in and made that adaptation into technology to enable that business to move forward. So it's really interesting. It sort of by the time you get to the next generation, you need the gen- next generation to provide that innovation to enable that family business to move forward. How do you approach it when there's not a likely heir or a family member who's who can can be put into that path? What, what do you do then? Well, the ideal situation for the family is to take someone who's a manager or take somebody who's a driver in the business and give them a minority interest in the business, have them manage it for the family while the patriarch or the matriarch of the family who started the business sort of guts into the background. And then uh, that person who has a minority interest continues to run the business profitably for the benefit of the majority owner family in the business. That's the best of all worlds. And if if you can't find somebody like that and there is no heir, then you got to sell the business. And selling a business is a long process. From beginning to end, you're looking at at least 180 days to really effectively sell a business for the, the, the optimum sales price by doing a sales process. So it takes time and it's very difficult because most family businesses, most family owners, uh, the business is who they are and it's very difficult for them to give up. And what I've seen most over my career is someone who holds on too long. And by the time they're, they're ready to exit, the business has become not as attractive as it was in the past. And it's not able to sell for the optimum price because their processes, their policies, their sales, the, the things that they do are rooted so much in the past. So you have to constantly innovate in a business to keep it successful. What's the first thing you do when you sit down with an entrepreneur and they are they start talking to you about succession planning or what comes next? What's, what's the first thing you do as an advisor? 
uh, learn about what they're trying to accomplish. I mean, it's, it comes down to what are your goals? What are your aspirations? What would you like to have happen? What are the things that you need help with? Where would you like to take this? And, uh, the, the, what we bring to the table is we have experience with families and a knowledge of, of what, uh, what to do and how to go about doing this. And so every, but every situation is custom. Every family is different. And it's a matter of getting to know the family, understanding what the objectives of the family are, and then helping them to achieve those objectives. It's all very custom and tailored to each family. That's great. And that's one of the things that here at our firm that we do so well is we really get to know our clients and what they need and what they're trying to accomplish. So with so many of the things that we talk about on this podcast, it's it's really important to work with advisors who are experienced, who know what they're doing, who have done this a lot and can bring um, an objective sense of how to get you where you want to be. So to our listeners, thank you, as always, for joining us. If you have questions or topics you'd like us to cover, you can contact us at bpbnose at bpbcpa.com. We will see you next time.